It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Many times we have these arguments uh, over whether to support one policy or another, but it's the people that the policy affects that matter the most, and they're the ones who rarely get to say anything on the matter. Uh, Utah Congressman Blake Moore recently hosted a debt and deficit task force meeting with local leaders in Ogden. Uh, because that's who this ultimately impacts. And so as we look at all the things going on in Washington, D.C., uh, getting it back to the local level is so important. So we're thrilled to have on the line with us both Congressman Blake Moore, representative of Utah's 1st District, and also Gordon Larson, who is the Senior Advisor for Federal Affairs for Utah Governor Spencer Cox. Uh, gentlemen, thanks to both of you for joining us. And uh, in terms of this debt and deficit and uh, task force. What is it? How'd that come together? Yeah, well, we, uh, we're glad to participate. It's um, it's a small group of of, uh, of folks from business and academics and government that are, I think, interested in and uh, offering representatives some more representative more some input on how to think about the national debt and what worries them specifically about deficit spending and how he might be able to make the biggest difference in, in Congress and helping to solve the problem. So a good mix of folks with uh, different views, but a lot to add to the conversation. Oh, that's great. So give us just uh, kind of a, a broad brush in terms of the the makeup of that group, uh, kind of the backgrounds and uh, what they brought to the table. What was some of the more enlightening part of the conversation? Sure. So I think there was a, you know, there's some folks approach it. There's some uh, folks from, from the medical, uh, from the healthcare industry that, that have experience with um, with running hospitals and large medical practices. There are others who come from a manufacturing background, some CEOs that, that um work in, in large Utah-based companies in that space, and, and others from a variety of backgrounds. But I think there was some consensus around um, it's certainly concern with, with the national debt and particularly with the last several years of deficit spending and what that's doing to their businesses, but but also sort of the the longer-term impacts that it might have on the U.S. economy. Yeah, great insight. Uh, Gordon Larson, Senior Advisor uh, for Federal Affairs for Utah Governor Spencer Cox. I think we've got uh, Congressman Moore Black back on the line. Uh, it is the gremlins in the system today. Uh, but, Congressman, yeah. I uh, I was reading back uh, something from uh, one of my children, Will, uh, who he's 18 now, but uh, 10 years ago he was in school, and the teacher asked all the kids to close their eyes and just imagine what things would be like if everyone made all good choices. And after letting them think with their eyes closed for a while, she had them open their eyes and uh, started calling on the kids. What did they see? And some you know, saw happy planets and rainbows and all the good things. And she got to Will and said, Will, what did, what did you see? And he said, I would see that we are not $18 trillion in debt <laughs> as an eight-year-old. But now we're a decade later. We're almost to 30. So why why this debt and deficit task force now? I love that. That's an awesome son. Um, <laughs> sincerely, on the campaign, I had all my aspirational reasons. I want to be a strong conservative voice for the next generation. Da, 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 da. The practical side of me was I want to be a strong advocate for, for Hill Air Force Base and our defense community. And I want to reverse the culture. Of, I want to be a part of the reversal of debt culture. So mm-hmm. this was, this is a way for me to start getting into that. Now, 
I'm not. I, I, I just heard Gordon, and I was able to hear most everything um, from what he talked about the type, the, the individuals yeah. that we have that spans industries and everything. But the motivation here is, is, is I'm back here to come with practical solutions that are built from the ground up from people that know best and bring that back to Washington. And it's not like the first time this has ever happened. We, we, we did this in the late 90s. And I want to recreate that and be a part of pushing towards that again and doing whatever I can. Just because, like the example you gave, I want to be able to tell my kids that I didn't bankrupt them. That was at least a part, and I tried to do something different. Yeah, and of course, there's so much uh, talk now, and a trillion there, a a trillion here, and uh, we know there's going to be a lot of debates in the weeks ahead over where we are. Of course, we've got another debt ceiling uh, bump up in 31 days and a funding of government in 31 days, and it'll be a a crisis, catastrophe, calamity waiting to happen uh, when we get there. So as you you convene this first task force, uh, which it looks like you'll do these quarterly, uh, what were what was one of your big takeaways? Uh, Gordon mentioned some things in terms of the business owners. What else did you hear uh, from your task force? Well, every single person that, that joined is going to take their own individual assignment. Um, and mine is about government process and looking into the fact that, you know, you know, the budget committee doesn't even control the largest budget item that we have back here. <laughs> and so how we can go about navigating these, and you mentioned the debt ceiling, right? That should be switched at a minimum to a debt-to-GDP ratio, something that gives us targets that we can work towards. And so it's about coming up with practical solutions to be able to address the issues that we have. Healthcare, um, you know, healthcare is a part of our mandatory spending, Social Security. These programs are set for bankruptcy, right? And yeah. there's, there's no – that's an objective look at it. And so what do we need to do to intervene now? And as I am back here and trying to gain that influence that I can – um, you know, this is what we saw with those that led this up until the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw them push for this as they came into Congress. Um, and they're, they're, they had a sincere push for several years to try to like make waves here until it all came together. And I want to be able to be part of recreating that. Yeah, so important. And Gordon Larson, uh, from the state standpoint, I think this is another uh, opportunity where kind of that Utah model fits in as you represent the governor's office in terms of things that Utah is doing right. And maybe that's process pieces, maybe that's budget pieces uh, or projection pieces. Uh, what else do you hope from this uh, this coming together around this task force? Thanks, Boyd. I, I think we're hoping to give uh, Congressman Moore sort of some, some concrete suggestions, ideas that maybe p- folks have thought about before in the think tank community, but um, it's, it's, we call Social Security and, and Medicare and Medicaid sort of the third rail because people are um, – it's, it's hard, right? And it's, it's, it's a challenge to figure out how to make these programs sustainable. And, and so I think we're hoping to, to see some great ideas come out of it. It was a great start in our first meeting, and I think we're going to go from there and, and hope to, as he said, um, kind of specialize and develop some, some ideas um, that are specific to the industries that everybody's coming from and what they see and what concerns them most, whether it's interest rates going up or the loss of the um, the, the U.S. as a reserve, the dollar as a reserve currency, or whether it's the massive amount of inflation that we're seeing as a result of deficit spending. Um, so giving him some tools to, to work with as he goes back to D.C. And we're fortunate that we have a great congressional delegation that I, do, I, do, I think all of them are concerned about this and focused on it. And as you said, Utah is, is, is a model for living within our means. Yeah. So what can we share with, uh, with the rest of the country? Fantastic. Congressman Blake Moore, representative of Utah's 1st Congressional District, and Gordon Larson, senior advisor of federal affairs for 
Utah Governor Spencer Cox. Gentlemen, thanks to both of you. Thanks for convening this task force. I think this is an important conversation uh, that we've got to get to and we've got to stay with uh, to really make sure we we make the change and move things forward in a significant way. All right, we're going to step aside for top of the hour news. When we come back, uh, some places are getting rid of some licensing rules for doctors and lawyers. Shoshana Weissman from R Street Institute arguing that uh, it's not a bad thing. She'll be here to talk about it coming up after Top of the Hour News. Stay with us. Live breaking news. Now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.